what you're thinking I'm thinking you and me for the weekend I'm thinking you and me for the weekend Bring your friends too We can do what friends do, yeah You say you want a good time Okay, then show me too, yeah, yeah What you want, girl? of this week check him out on apple music he's killing it i say he's gonna be the new king of r&b but apparently everybody could take that title but he's definitely working towards that title y'all so if you only knew the process of his engineer game and what he does and how he makes his music y'all would clearly give him the title of the new king of r&b you wouldn't even believe it so we'll leave it at that that was cj allen we got more coming from him he's a dope artist here um, actually from Rough Raleigh, but he's here in the city giving us love, showing us love. So thank you, CJ Allen, for coming on the show and letting us feature your music. But for further news, we have a special guest in the building. Yeah. <laughs> I got to add the audience at hype, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
we have a thousand super fans in the studio. It's crazy, it's crazy, it's crazy. Yeah, it's your girl, Yo Callie, here with the Blunt Talk crew. It's your girl, Killer Cam. And we have a featured guest, Flaw Life. I'm so happy to have you. It's dope. It's dope, dope, dope to have you. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for being a part of what we have going on here. Um, if you don't know, now you know, Flaw Lifestyle is one of the... Um, one of the many brands that I'm definitely rooting for to win in this whole race of um, Renaissance creativity. Uh, they are original. Well, I met the creator and the other other creator at Winston-Salem State University. Mm-hmm. So it's um, it's kind of homely to me. It touches my heart a little bit to root for them because we come from the same armor modern. And then around the same time that Flaw began, um, Blood Talk TV began. And no, excuse me, not Blood Talk, uh, Just Be. So it's a kinder spirit because I kind of got to see you progress and grow. But even before I even left college, and then you know here you are now on my show. It's like, you know hey, I cross my legs. <laughs> hey, how we doing? We good. We definitely good. So if you um heard us before, we we're talking about art versus the artist. We're talking about self love. We're talking about how you started your journey. Tell the people a little bit about that. So just like anything else, the journey started in a college dorm room, very small college dorm room to be exact, you know. Uh, we were just sitting around just chopping it up about some just like regular little ideas what we wanted to do. And from that, we kind of just said, yo, one of the best things that came out of it was the word flaw. Like, it was just like, oh, yeah, it's like flaw. Like, and it came off the tongue. It was real, real weird. It was just like the word just sounds right. So we just started like running with it, going along with it. Um, until we started kind of like doing our own like education on what it is, figuring out how that word was so impactful, why it was so impactful, why it felt the way it felt. Um, once we started realizing that, we started adding the flaw lifestyle onto it, and it was just like, yeah, this is exactly what we're going to do. We're going to make it to where we want people to love themselves for who they are, flaws and all. So we said, yeah, we're going to go ahead and run with the whole flaw idea, and then this is exactly how we're going to start running and going along with everything from there. So is that where the original design for the t-shirts came from? I think it was like um, pressure creates. No, nah, the first shirt was actually just like the shirt that had a flaw across the chest. Right. And we were just like, all right, so we're going to go with this because it's like, this is like our biggest standout thing. So we're okay. just like, all right, I'm going to wear this the, across the logo, my chest. The logo, the signature yeah. shirt. Yeah, yeah okay. I got like, I'm literally going to wear this across my chest to like show it. And it's literally become like, what I would say is like our biggest conversation piece because we look at all of our art designs more so like art pieces in most cases so that's how it is it's like every single time somebody saw that shirt it's like somebody always asks the person like what does that mean okay and then from the first conversation we had we'd always explain why we did what we did so it's, it was always dope to just see how everybody finessed and kind of like made their own explanation of what that shirt really meant to them and it seemed like everybody was kind of like absorbing it in that way and they were more, like more so just like all right i really like this message and every time somebody asks me it's like they enjoy the message as well so we're just like all right we gotta like keep on hitting this message because obviously that's the thing that sticks the most like that's the one that matters the most and just like letting people know like once they get it they can feel it and it's like everybody does feel it once they say it. it's like oh like that's that's like different it's like it's, it's not the status quo to what everybody else is doing it's like yes everybody wants to be flawless but we're not and since we're not, it's like, why is it that we want to be when we have, like, these quirks and all these little things that make us so cool, so unique, so special? And that's what we're like. We got to highlight those things as well. Even though some people may see it as like, yo, those are the worst things ever. But it's like, this is who makes me me. It's 
So that's why we're like, yeah, let's go ahead and highlight all of those things and kind of like get that rolling. That's what's up. That's dope. That's real dope. I'm a big fan of having like a purpose and a meaning to what you do because it makes what you do that much more valuable to the people that you serve mm-hmm. and the people that you meet. So that's very lovely to um, hear a little bit more about kind of the gist of it. So to dig a little bit deeper, you were saying how when you came about the business, it kind of the flaw kind of stuck out. Mm-hmm. Um are there any personal flaws you're willing to divulge on the radio? You know, what What are some things that you kind of had to come to terms with when either crafting your own company or if not developing, you know, being reconciled in that whole, mm-hmm. okay, well, if they're going to be truthful and when they walk their truth of flaws, what are my flaws? A lot of them are kind of the worst flaws to have, especially in this, like, lane to when you're doing business. Like, I'm not going to lie. When it comes to doing, to doing public speaking, sometimes I'm like really good at it, but it's like being in new settings kind of frighten me. So it's like I can be like literally mid, not not even to say like anxiety attack or nothing like that, but it's like I'll be shaking a little bit kind of just like, all right, this is kind of bothersome to get into. But it's like I know that you have to do that. Um, that as well as just like being in new social settings of people who I don't know. So that also is a very hard thing to do when you're trying to be a businessman selling to new customers. So it's kind of just like I have to literally take all of those flaws and I have to kind of just like address them every single time. But since it's like I know that those are my flaws, it's just like, all right, how can I work around them or how can I help to 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 be better at them? Because I know that especially knowing that this is one of my flaws, it's like, yo. This hurts, but it's like, this is something that's going to build me. This is something that's going to help me know it. But since I know that that's my flaw, it's like, all right, so this is the only thing that's kind of like stopping me from that. And that's another thing about it's like the flaw comes with acknowledgement. Whenever you want to, when you don't want to think that when you think that you're the best person ever, you don't acknowledge that there may be like a fault in your plan. People who don't acknowledge that there's a fault in their plan, there's always that demise. But when you know what your faults and what your flaws are, it's kind of just like, all right, I know that this ticks me off, so it's like I got to stay away from this sector, this area, this area, because I know myself. Since I know myself, it's like, all right, I know I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do that. But it's all it's all about knowledge of self more so, if, if anything. It's kind of just like when you fully know yourself, you know how to get yourself in and out of certain situations. I can understand that. I was just thinking about my personal flaws when you're like having that conversation or we were talking about it and I was just thinking like the one thing that kept like I guess like blah 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 in the back of my head was um I have my biggest flaw is something that I feel like people don't even know that I have um I have a really hard time working with people Mm -hmm. and like you would think because I have to communicate with people all the time like talk to people or you see me at a bit I might be like really out forth and outgoing that you know she has no problems with like communicating and stuff but I have like lone wolf syndrome I feel like Mm -hmm. I always had the feeling that oh I can do this by myself I can do this by myself I don't need nobody's help but then like um an opportunity would present itself and it's not something that I can handle by myself so I have to really think about you know who I could like lean on to or who I can call to help with and even that like a struggle because it's like who do I even want to call and make myself feel vulnerable in front of like who do I want to call and like ask for a favor like Mm -hmm. who do I know is going to give me a favor and not think less of me like that's always been my biggest thing so I've been working on it definitely in the last um, few months for sure just understanding that 
my relationships and how I work with people is always going to be ever changing. Mm-hmm. And um, what I do and what someone else does is never going to be the same. So, like, if I get up and I'm doing nothing but just be for 12 hours straight, mm-hmm. that's my choice. I can't be mad if someone doesn't want to spend that same amount of time on it. What I can do, though, is, like, not deter myself or them for that 30 minutes or 45 minutes or an hour they can give me to work on you know what I got going on so I've learned to kind of just instead of being so um oh fuck it if they gonna help me I'm gonna do it myself type Mm I'm gonna just take whatever you got Mm -hmm. if you got 30 minutes fuck it I'll take 30 minutes if you got five seconds fuck it I'll take five seconds like I'll take whatever I can because I can't do it by myself Mm -hmm. and as I grow the tasks grow and I'm being stretched out further, so I really can't do it by myself. So I have to, like, okay, all right, mm-hmm. I get it. You you did it this far, but now it's okay to let people in and let them know that, hey, I know you see me and you think I got it all together, but I'm drowning. Yeah. <laughs> Help. Yeah. Help. Life jacket, please. <laughs> like, save me. We can share that little wooden door off the Titanic. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, you can slide, I can slide, I'll take a break, you take a break. Like, I need help. So Mm -hmm. that's one of my biggest flaws is, like, not asking for help when I need it and then, like, not accepting the help when it's not given at my convenience. Mm -hmm. So I've been working on that, especially these last two months. It's kind of just people got a lot going on. I got to not put, you know, my future and what I got going on in front of anybody else because that's when it becomes selfishness. Expectation is a killer. Expectation is a big killer. Because it's kind of just like, like you said, working on something and being really in-depth with your craft. And if somebody doesn't show that same level of, like, fire that you do, because you're, like, expecting, yo, if you feel the same way I should, then you should be doing this, if Mm -hmm. not more. Expectations will hurt your feelings. Yeah, they really will. Every time. It's it's really the worst. It really is. But, like you said, you got to be able to take people for what they have. You got to be able to just be like, all right, so... I'm not going to put no expectations on you, but it's just like, you just show me. Like, that's a bad way to say it, but it's like, I've started to have, like, really low expectations for everybody. You have to. You have to. Or you're literally going to get let down every time because you can think somebody's up here and that work ethic is up here and all this, and then you work with them, you're like, that's it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this what it was? It's like, gosh, you Whoa. made it look nice. Yeah, so I, you can't put expectations on anything yeah not even relationships friendships business like start low and network yeah. and that's what i think is real weird because like even with the way that people think about like celebrities it's just like so recently me and my lady we had like a big i'm not gonna say it was like a fight but it's like she was so passionate because she was just <laughs> like she was like mad hot at the fact that everybody was like going crazy on summer walker because like she did like the tiny desk and she's just like she's just up there she's singing it's beautiful but everybody's just like her mannerisms are so weird like she's just up there and she's just like she's not doing anything like she's not talking to us like she's not being interactive so it's just like but they're that's because they have like an expectation of what an artist is supposed to do up there i hate that like you don't even know them you just know their art like you don't know them as a person so you can't expect them especially people who are introverts most artists are Mm -hmm. you know they let out i'm sensitive about my shit (laughs) (laughs) like most of them are not as open and and out there as you want them to be like People get their feelings hurt when it comes to musicians. Yeah. Y'all don't throw stones at me, but every, this 
Kanye West. I'm not going to go into Kanye West. But, yo, that, that's what brings to mind Kanye West. I'm sorry. Uh, I am a Loyal West fan. And my man said it in I Love Kanye. But it, when he broke down I Love Kanye, it's just feeding into what y'all are saying. Mm-hmm. He made Kanye West. Yeah. He made the image of Kanye West for you to love or for me to love, in a sense. Mm-hmm. So if Kanye West, the person I love that you made me love, decides to be the Kanye West I is now, mm-hmm. I can't say, well, like you're saying, I can't put on him, well, he should be wearing the pink polo still. He should do da 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 You made me fall in love with you as who you are. That's why I mess with you. So my expectations of you is whatever you present yourself as, not have what I want you to be. If it was kind of what I want you to be, you'd be dropping albums like all the time and I would have free tickets to your concert. Yeah, like, let's right. be real. Like, we'd be friends. It wouldn't but be I on think it. with him, he doesn't even separate himself from his art. So it's like, I don't like Kanye. Yeah, he started. He <laughs> started kind of getting going. I love Kanye. I, I'm I'm definitely like a like Kanye's in my top five. Like when we talk about artists, Kanye's definitely still in top five. Post, MAGA, all that, still top five because his art still speaks for everything. Himself, exactly. But I think that when it comes down to Kanye, he's getting into that weird, crazy lane to where he's listened to too many people, and now since he's listened to so many people, his He's like a he's a different person now. He doesn't know who he is as yeah. a person. Like I, he doesn't know who he wants to be. I don't know if it's I know I heard that he has mental illness illnesses. I don't know. I don't know if that's what it stems from, but it's like one minute he wants to be pro black, one minute he wants to be the MAGA. Next one minute one minute he wants to be this diehard Christian and you're having praise and worship in the middle of Chicago. So it's like he doesn't even know, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I can but follow why would it with be the artist. So crazy for him to be all three. It's not crazy, but it's when it comes to to me, political issues, you can't be all three. You mm-hmm. have to be you gotta pick a side. You have to when it comes to racial issues, you have to pick a side. Your music, I don't have to listen to it no more. So I don't care about that. But his social social issues, like, it blows me because I'm like, you're literally standing for a man who doesn't give a fuck about anybody but himself and the color green. That's mm-hmm. it. So it shows me who your character is. I don't have to like it. You know, I I can't even listen to your music anymore because I don't even know what the hell I'm listening to. Yeah. Like, it throws me off. And I feel like as just an artist, grow how you want. I've seen artists grow and it, it went left. I still love them for it. But it's like, you got to know who you are. That's a big fact. You got it. Chris Brown is one of those people. He has grown tremendously. We just love him for the cokehead he is. Like, it's one. It's <laughs> okay because that's the person like, that y'all love him, and this music don't I'm even not matter. Obs- I'm not obsessed yeah. with Chris Brown. I've never been obsessed with him, but it's like he be smashed. He got over it. He be <laughs> He goes to jail. He does coke, but you still love him for he's because he's true to that person that he is. It is what it is. Like. I don't think I don't think Gay knows who he is. Now, if he has multiple personalities, I have nothing to say. But I think it's he just can't. I just think he just can't speak correctly, and that's one of the that's one of yeah. the biggest problems because, like we were saying about Summer, Kanye is one of those people to where I think he's like one of those introverted people, mm-hmm. where people keep on trying to make him talk, mm-hmm. and when you don't speak like when you can't speak properly, your stuff is gonna get. 
jumbled like, jumbled and befuddled and all what's happening especially when he needs to stop talking he does interview after interview after interview and shit still does not make because we want talking. him to talk it's just like please no. just try to fix it fix it please his Kanye. Team. so his, his team, team is trash yeah. they need to let him know to trash. He needs to go ahead and hire Miss Chris uh, Jenner on the team and stop playing these games. <laughs> I'm saying because of all those interview questions that he had would have been pulled. She's not no, going to allow you to Beyonce's ask her daughters. He needs, Beyonce don't do interviews, and it may be for a reason. Yeah. After the whole, someone else don't do elevated, interviews. Um, what's your problem? Do interviews. Cole don't do interviews. And, and, and literally, like, I think it's like reason. Young Thug or something like. It's, it's one of them, like, yeah. he don't do interviews either because someone tripped him up in an interview, like a radio interview on some shit. And, and that's like, it. Like, that your team it. needs to know for you, this is not the best route. After the whole elevated incident, Beyonce ain't did not that interview. And it, if she has, it's on her own accord for her music, her purposes. Mm-hmm. He needs to right, know. Right, she's televised. Yeah, she's like, it's her that. thing. She has control over it. So it's like, just do your music. The gospel's fine. Whatever you want to do, if you want to do music with Trippy Red or what's the... The guy he did, I, I Love Sex. What's the song? With uh, the, Lil Pump. Yeah, Lil Pump. If you want to do music with him, that's fine. But stop talking. Like mm-hmm. Tank needs to stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... It's, it's different hearing someone try to articulate something of politics when you're only news to hear them articulate in a certain way. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like he's saying, coming from someone who spends the last 20 plus hours not having to talk to people of the political stand for not having to deal with political jargon and political loopholes and stuff that nature trying to sit down and have a conversation with a nigga that's like key with like con artist conversations mm-hmm. he's gonna fuck you up yeah. but i mean i feel like even down to steve harvey sitting down with the whole mega thing it's like what we're fighting is not a person what we're fighting is hatred mm-hmm. so yeah. the only way to act Hate or combat hatred is not to add fire to the fuel, it's to diminish it. So I can sit here and say, well, I will never, because a lot of people said, like, Snoop Dogg said he would never sit down with Donald Trump and Division and the T.I. would never sit down. But at that point, it's like, okay, you'll never sit down with a person that's controlling a big portion of the country that you want to invoke and fix. Mm-hmm. At but some point, I don't y'all going to be sitting across the table or in the table, a circle also table. understand that Donald Trump is not that educated he's not so even to have like if you were to have somebody like a steve harvey i think the biggest reason why a lot of people like weirded out is because donald trump doesn't have that type of he doesn't have that type of like intellect and knowledge yeah because all he's gonna do is he's gonna make it uh, a press release yeah that's what he's done every single time he's just like all right, we I'm taking pictures with Snoop Dogg. Like you know what we were doing in the Oval Office, and he's gonna make it a spinoff of that. But it's not right. like he's gonna. We're not really gonna get on any issues. We're just gonna get the backlash from it. So that's why it's well, not a, I think, a good part for me. I think at that point, it's like personally, if I was a political, not political, if I was an artist and I had a platform, I would want to sit sit down with him because this is a, the time. I don't know if y'all watched that Gail King interview with R. Kelly. She did not want to sit down with him. Like, she made it very clear. But when you sit down with someone who's like that, and you can trip them up and trip them over their words and, and you know, show them, like, their true colors, I think you kind of take that opportunity and that and route. Because it's it. like, I don't like you, but I'm going to show everybody why I don't like you and why we don't need to like you and why we need to get you out of office. Ask him questions that you know are going to trip him up. Like, study him. You know he ain't shit. And you know he has no political knowledge Mm-mm. of what he's doing. Like, none. We so, need to get, like, an Oprah in there. 
show him, show them, yeah. you know, Oprah and Oprah, Oprah can get a yeah, Gail King, Oprah, somebody who's like gonna be able to really get like just like like you said, just like to really get him to talk because. If if we have Ti and them, they're 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 going to yell. They're gonna go. It's too oh, much yeah. testosterone in the room. It's like we yelling back and, and forth. And lesser intellect. Yeah. So it's like we're gonna let Oprah go ahead and make you say what you really want to say. That's the thing. It's mm-hmm. kind of like like you said with the R Kelly thing. It's like you weed them out. You say the right questions and you make them talk. And then you just you have like, to let, let them, them let them shoot themselves in the foot. Like let them do all that kind of stuff. And then I feel like that would definitely happen. Like regardless, like they're gonna shoot themselves in the foot because like you just said, if he's not educated, he doesn't really know what really he wants to do he more like wants to just make an outbreak in a political stance mm-hmm. not a political stance a public stance excuse me so mm. then I think about it does uh, Donald Trump not pull the same like Beyonce card because he doesn't really do interviews it's kind of no he holds he press release like he wants to hold yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, he has a control over everything so I mean if you but see I, that's why I think it's so weird I know this is a w- weird reference but I was watching Head of State the other day have you ever seen the movie Mm-mm. oh wait wait with wait, Chris wait. Rock yes Okay, so in the movie, he, like, pretty much, like, bombarded the other uh, presidential candidate. Like, you're going to sit down with me. You're going to do this debate with me. Like, somebody needs to call him out. Like, I want this interview. Do it with me. Maybe that a spark fire in his ass that, you know, okay, I can't run from this any longer. Or, shit, run him on at a press release. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, it's situations like that. Like, I can't separate art from Especially with Kanye West, I just choose not to deal with him at so, all. So, okay, stepping aside from political stance then, because I feel like politics is one of those tough ones. It's kind of like if you agree with me, you... Not really if you agree with me, agree with me, but it's... There's more to it, mm-hmm. I will mm-hmm. say. There's a lot more there's meat lot to politics. Nuances. Right. So, um, stepping away from that, when you highlight different um, artists and... Okay. So, I'll give you an example. Do you guys remember when Alicia Keys and um, Swiss, Beats. Swiss Beats got together? Yes. Yeah. I ain't yeah. liked her since. Okay. <laughs> Same point. Nope. So, will I listen to A Woman's Worth? If it comes on, I'll probably hum along, forgetting <laughs> what happened. You know? I'll keep on falling in that love. Mm-hmm. You know? I will hit those high notes and play the Miami my keyboards. Yeah. But... Even when I saw on Red Table Talk, I was like, oh, look at her, her pretty skin, her freckles, so nice. Can't care about what she said. Honey, but I like her art, but that person, mm-hmm. I just, I haven't got with. Yeah. So, to bring into the topic of today, having, um, do, can you rock with the artist without rocking with their work, or rock with the work without rocking with the artist? I had this uh, mini conversation with someone last night about this, and I strongly believe it is very much possible yeah. for you to rock with someone and not rock with their art. I have friends now that are like, you know, coming up and trying to make their way into the music industry. And I'll flat out tell them, well, mm, I'll take that back because that's a lie. I won't flat out tell them because my opinion does not matter. I'm one per- well, less than 1% of your consumer base. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you that your art's trash. I'm just a consumer. I'm pretty sure you have like five people who might like your art. Mm-hmm. However, I don't like it. But I like you. So I will push your brand. I will help you market. I will help you expand. I'll help you do whatever I can. Just don't ask me to listen to your music mm-hmm. type shit. Oh, that's mean. That's <laughs> mean. I know. But no, then, that's mean. Oh, like, that's, I, oh. that's so real. That's, that's how I feel about Megan Thee Stallion. I am not a fan of Wait a minute. Like that. Holy but I love shit. her as a Let's go. Holy I'm not the shit. only one. Wait a minute. Yes, Ratchet Cam. The boat's going to drive in here. You better shut up. What Megan happened? has, like, 
one in five songs that I fuck with. Oh no! What's the one phone? What's the one song out of five? She needs more. Like five. when her when what was it called? Hot girl summer drop. I was I so excited that. because she's a good um, feature artist. She's a really on everybody else's song. She's amazing. Her songs. You didn't like um, Simon Says. Simon Says, put your hands on your hips. Mm. Simon Says, put your First hands on your hips. First of all, that knees. song is so childlike. I just <laughs> bust it open like a freak. Like, I can't get, I cannot get jiggy with her. Like, I love her as a person. Mm. I think she's funny. I think she's beautiful. That's Future wise, her and Gucci, her and Moneybag, love it. But her art, her works by herself, I had to delete the album. Yeah. I will be Summer the first Walker one to say. Summer Walker is one of those people as well. Oh no, she mm. has to go. She has to go because her second um, project that dropped, it was so overhyped. It was so overhyped. So, do you not like the project or do you not like the hype? Because you know, Both. sometimes that's. Hype will fuck up a yeah, project. Hype will ruin Both. a project. Hype definitely ruined it, but when I sat there and listened, because I was so excited, because her first EP was everything, still in rotation. Okay. But this. Girls do need love too. Don't they? And it was so, like, first of all, she was just mumbling. And I understand you you messing with London, but baby, you need to broaden your horizons with producers because every song sounds the same. Lord. I was listening to one track on the way home, just trying to skim through it. I think I saw one of your posts. You're like, what do you think? So I had to look at it. Right. And uh, she called me a hoe. In one of her songs, at the end of the at the end of the song, I remember it. It was a nice song too. She was like setting the mood, making me feel like the rain was gonna come or whatever. Yeah. And out of nowhere, because I forgot what I was doing, so I wasn't listening. I wasn't watching Netflix. Uh. <laughs> I forgot what I was doing, and out of nowhere, I hear, "Yeah, you a hoe." I was like, "Wait a minute, let's ride this back. How to get here? Like, why? Why am I the hoe? Like, right, you're the one singing about it. Like, but I'm the hoe. Like, God damn. I so I was like, you. okay. Maybe I might be a hoe. It's, it's one myself. of those, like, it's really hard to separate art from the person. And another person that is, is like Nicki Minaj. Oh, I can already tell you, I hate her and her music. <laughs> I, that's no problem. There. I hate it because I was I the Nicki stand, y'all. In high school, I had pink hair, okay? I wore the the plain tee with the door knocking earrings with my pink hair. That was Cam. I, I was a stand. But her mouth needs to close. Mm. Okay, she doesn't know when to shut up. Is that an accent or an ear problem? Oh, what? You know what I'm talking about when she speaks? Is that an accent or an ear problem? I'm being 100% serious. I think like, it's an accent. Because I thought she's been talking like that for a while. But sometimes it stops. So, I, I don't know. I think that might be an ear problem. I, I think, think she's lying I, I think it's like when she started to realize... I think it's... You know how people... Per, certain personalities, they have like that certain... That um I don't know like that Genesis Quad. I about to say Genesis Quad. Yeah, like you know, like Joe Budden has that weird cadence. Okay. Like, when he talks, like sometimes he'll be like really, really calm and sudden. He'll just start yelling out of nowhere just to like drop but the point. All of and his like, conversations hard. Her, when she started doing her little little thing, it's like now she started getting into the very like she starts to talk a different type of way. The radio thing. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's her trying to find her. Her, her radio voice, yeah, her, yeah, maybe her little niche in that or something like that. Maybe I don't know. 
So I ain't the one that's crazy though, y'all. No, nah, I definitely know. Okay, I'm about to say like because I had to go back and like think about like itty bitty piggy, and I was just like, oh uh, yeah, she didn't really sound the same. No, no she didn't. Like, and it's really weird. That's what I'm like. It's just like when when artists evolve, it's like I don't care how you evolve, but I just don't like problematic people. Mm. I like unproblematic ass artists. Like, do what you do. Just stay out the bullshit. And I feel like with her, she's so problematic and she plays a victim. And I just feel like that speaks a lot for your character, which makes me like, I can't even listen to what you're saying on this song because you're so trash as a person. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I feel. Like, with Usher's music, I still listen to it. Even if you out here giving bitches herpes. That ain't got shit to do with Cam. Hey, I like Not it. the herpes. That was a but... secret. <laughs> okay, that was... Is it like like sure that he's giving out herpes? No, it's not sure at all. It's never been confirmed, but I just know radios be telling us lies though. Yeah. She, she was, was silenced, so I don't know if it was true. I don't know if he paid her be be quiet, but we never got like official. She was divulging information. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was telling him like stuff was coming out his little dang dang and stuff. But then it made me question you. Why did you still do it? Right. So I, all I need is the test results from him. If he got it, then okay. If he doesn't, then shut this whole conversation down. Yeah. That would suck. I know this sounds so like crazy and morbid, and you know, stone me later. But it's so crazy to get herpes before you get AIDS. Is that not weird? I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But like, what were you doing to get herpes? Like, what yeah, were you, you were doing? Wildin'. You were like, wilding. Like, like you didn't care about no signs. At least like AIDS is like you ain't got no tail. But yeah. you, you want to like you want to check. You want to see? You want to just like inspect a little bit? Like the fuck? From from people I've known to have gotten things like they've gotten a little gonorrhea here, a little syphilis there, shit that has you been know, cleared up. But you got herpes? That ain't going away. Like you ain't playing no games. Unless you can get rid of AIDS nowadays, at least HIV. But well, you can control it. You can control but, it. But uh, a herpes outbreak, like, and then That's like you it's like a genital oh. outbreak and then a mouth outbreak. Like, I'm confused on which one you ignored. Because if it was the mouth one, it ain't a cold sore. Don't play no, with no, it. No, 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 no. So it's the other one. You, you lick that? Uh, sure. We'll have to talk, honey. We got to talk. <laughs> we got to talk about your morals and race. You but nevertheless, before. I still listen to confessions. Even with the outbreaks. I'm going to tell you something. And this is real. When I was younger and even now, because Trey Songz kind of fell into this category for me. Um, when these celebrities get women, mm-hmm. you quickly become like... I like your music, but I like you. Mm. No, now you're together I, with I'm somebody. the opposite. <laughs> My fantasy is ruined. How do I know you're not talking about me in these songs? <laughs> like, I can't I'm confirm the these things. I'm opposite. Before. When somebody gets a woman, I'd be like, that's who they talked about. Like, yeah, it's like I can picture it and I'd be so happy for them. But if we ain't got nobody, who are you dicking now? Who are you thinking of? My, my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, no. When I found out he had a kid on him, I was like, oh, so that's where this baby making music came from. Lord Jesus. Yes. So, yeah. I'm the opposite. I love it. Be Whoa. <laughs> because you don't listen to music and think, like, they have a fa- they're faithful and they're, like, putting the faithfulness into this music. Like, no. Oh, okay. It, it ha- I think it's more so, like, it's like you just out here. That's what it's like. Every Basically, every time I hear like, like these certain R and B singers, I'm just like, you out here. Like you, this is what you doing. Like different city, different person. Like that's just like how I see it. 
blue face baby anywho mm-hmm. i'm sorry about <laughs> <laughs> that y'all we're gonna kick it to a smooth break you've been rocking with the blood talks crew we've been getting into diff- different artists and you know if we can separate them from their work and their choices from what they do um and we talked a little about self-love we're here with the creator of law lifestyle say hi glory hey what's up what's up what's up and you've been listening to our featured artist of the week, CJ Allen. Stay connected with us. Follow us at Blunt Talk TV on IG, Blunt Talk TV 4 on Facebook, Blunt Talk TV 1 on Twitter, and always follow the hashtag JustBCLT or follow me at JustB.Underscore_Underscore. I should record this, honestly. This is like <laughs> professional. Shout out your names, guys. It's the Blunt Talk crew. It's your girl, Killer Cam. And Yanni made it. Say hi, Yanni. Yo. Yeah, we're going to kick it to a smooth break and be back in just a little bit. You're going to listen to CJ Allen. I want to make sure I, I call this one Before We Know It is the name of the song we're going to be listening to. The night will fall before we know it When all the stars are showing The night will fall before we know it When all the stars are showing When all the stars are showing You still got my eyes focused On your smile, you know it's glowing Hypnotize, you know hypnosis And you know it, girl you show it You the best, you the best, girl you to our featured artist cj allen that is before we know it find him on apple music cj allen c dot j dot allen he's lit you should find him on social media too i believe it's at cj allen one if i'm not mistaken on instagram and our featured guest and our special guest is glory from flaw lifestyle 
If you've been rocking with us, if you've been link, if you well, linking, if you've been rocking with us, if you've been listening to us, we've been talking about self love. We've been talking about art versus the artist. Been getting down to brass text, kind of just expressing how we feel. Um, just a little summary of what's going on. Do you think you can like someone and not like their art? Is that possible to like their work and not like them? Or is it being a hater? I'm a hater. I'm an open hater. I am very open about it. It's okay. I'm mm-hmm. trying to think about how many people I don't like their art, but I like them as a person. I can give you <clears throat> at least three, four people right now off the top of my head that I can find. That like, Even on my phone, like I have their music and everything on my phone because I support you. But when that stuff comes on, I'm pressing skip. Yeah. Mm. And that's you like, might get a play out of me on mute, but... Um, <laughs> play on mute? Just to, just to get you a you know, little play, you know, you but... Know. Um, like Future, he's my favorite fuckboy. It's my favorite. Future got the greatest music ever. Look, he does, and he's the ultimate fuckboy. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Who not is ever? I said not the favorite. Fuck he's boy. my favorite fuckboy. Everybody hates him. No, you wonder why? You know, he lives in his truth. Okay. I'm a hypocrite. I said I'm open hater. Whatever, mm. but. He keeps his mouth shut on political views. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? saying. I, I salute all the rappers out there that keep their mouth shut on political I'm views. I'm saying, I love it. And people be calling them out, but you gotta understand they didn't they didn't sign up to be no motherfucking politicians. Thank you. you. And the rapper. Thank you. That's how they rap about money. And just, that's what I'm saying. But I, that's I how he got in trouble. Talking about some it doesn't pertain to me. Oh, that's not how he got in trouble. But I'm saying that's why niggas didn't care when yeah. once he got in trouble. Shout out to Jay Z who put some money behind the lawyers to get my man. Jay Z is one of those people. Jay Z is one of those people. He's also so broke, so it, it makes sense. He's, he's a grown man now. Mm-hmm. Y'all getting mad at these young 20 and year old rappers who rap about fucking and, and sucking. Future's and not a young 20 year old rapper. He's seasoned, okay? <laughs> I know, I was saying like 21 what? Savage. He helped 21. I'm talking about Jay Z helped 21 Savage out too oh. with his stuff. Oh, I'm not talking about. You know, I like 21 Savage, but A Star Rocky, he could have sat where he was at. For a while. Nah, he could have came home. He ain't do nothing. He, he could have do nothing. Yeah, he said what he said. That don't mean nothing. Yeah. Keep your mouth shut. See, Whether they, you, see, they got mad at. They called him out first. Yeah. But what you have to understand, you are a political figure with thousands, millions of fans. You need to know when to shut up when to speak. No, they called me out. He said, I would have said the same shit. That's why some rappers that don't. I think that's the issue, issue too. It's like... Comment yeah. on shit I don't care about. And then what he said wasn't that bad. He was just like, yo, like, I'm not even... I got to take care of Harlem. Like, I'm not from Ferguson, never been to Ferguson. So it's like, the the stuff in my city is messed up. So it's kind of I got to work on the stuff in my city. And everybody was just like, but Ferguson is a rhyme. It's like, it's like they're trying to get that bait, but it's kind of like, I'd rather have somebody like him say what he said Opposed to somebody like whoever's out here that likes to act like they because care about everything. I mean, and my really is, we all know Ferguson need water, but and, and I'm one of those people. What the fuck you want me to do? Because yeah. I don't have the like but one had person. Had you been ASAP and said that they they stoned you? Yeah. But I wouldn't have said shit. Like you have. That's why you have PR people behind you. Don't say anything at all. Like you have people to prep you for shit like this. Like I said, it's a reason why Beyonce don't open her mouth no more. It's not because I don't think it has to do with um, the backlash as much as it has to do with Beyonce's going to do what Beyonce's. Like, there are some people that feel like it's better to work in the dark. And there's mm-hmm. some people that feel like it's better to work in the light. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we're seeing. Like Beyonce and Jay Z do a lot of their work in the dark, and it's up to us to bring it to light. Same with Shaq. A lot of them do a lot of their work in the dark and don't even look for or ask for or even want any um, pol- not politic, but um, Perks. any attention or perks from the situation because that's when okay the follow up question is well Beyonce well how do you feel about it why did you spend X amount of money to get people that were protesting out of the jail so if you spend X amount of money to get people out of hotels I can ensure that you actually do care about this cause so why won't you speak it, on this she cause don't speak on it and the thing and it's like with another one of my favorites Cardi B everybody wants her to be this role model and she's like I didn't sign up for that shit I'm not a role model I'm not your child's role model you are so yeah. me out here showing my ass, me wilding is I got to deal with my kid on my own, and I hate people try to make it as you know she knows she makes it known, ASAP just make it known. I, listen, I'm about this. I don't have no views on political views. Say that, but don't be out here like oh fuck them. I'm working on my own shit. Like, but your music says though, like it's kind of just like they don't ever ask those questions to like the people who are like more. I guess you can say like. The more political rappers like like Kendrick, Kendrick, Kendrick and J Cole, they don't ask, they don't ask them. Right. But you gonna ask ASAP Rocky like he his the album that they got him mad at is like he was talking about acid and like him losing yams like that's what was on his mind like I just lost my best friend and I've been like I've been on drugs for a, a mass amount of my time. So they don't ask like, and you gonna come through and talk about some, huh? They don't ask future that shit though, and he's his music is always about oh, yeah, fucking women being on drugs. So it's like. He knows I don't say shit. He now he'll go off about some baby mamas, mm. but he doesn't speak on like I just feel like it's all about your team and you as a person. Like I like eleven of them shits. Yeah. Exactly, and he will speak on that before he speak on what the Trump is doing. And, and I just feel like want to make person, himself look stupid. Like yeah, although Ti tries really hard to sound intellectual, mm-hmm. he still gets clowned for his made up words or his Ooh. dictionary. Oh, words. Yeah, yeah, you know he still gets a little backlash, but he's been making change. So it's just like you either got to be able to accept the fact that once you start making a political stance as a rapper, that one yeah. you got to change your response. You can't respond as a rapper. Now you got to respond as a politician. But for two. Niggas gotta understand. I'm a rapper first, not a politician. Fuck you mean? Like if I say fuck you mean, that's what I meant. Like, but I still want you know to see the, the st- the stuff to be implemented in my city. That don't change it. So it's just like, I feel like I think you gotta take care of who it's coming from. Who has changed and we don't get a lot of credit for is David Banner. He has really like I love David Banner. I love like he when I tell you he has completely like the made God a box change. is lit. He has completely made a change for it, and like we don't give him enough credit for it. Like, he's not old. Damn, I don't remember his songs. That's so horrible. But he's not that rapper mm-hmm. anymore. Like, you know, to the core he is, but he still speaks on what he believes in and what he feels. So then that takes me back to what Callie said earlier. So does that mean that what do you think is the more impactful way to make change? Being in the dark or doing stuff in the light? Because it's, the light, it's, it's like, those are the person. people that kind of are like, they're kind of like the... How can I say it? Like, they're the people who bring the attention. Like, they're mm-hmm. the attention grabbers. But it's, like, the people in the dark are the people who's really making the move. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of just, like, what is the, 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 the cool balance of that? Because it's, like, T.I. and a lot of them people. I don't think David Banner's as much in the, in the light anymore. Like, I don't think he talks that much. I think he's more so just, like, he's acting. Yeah. But it's, like, T.I.'s, like, really much so just, like, talk, talk, talk. 
And it's like we can always hear Ti talk, but it's like we don't hear David Banner. Like, oh, okay, like we're gonna go here and do this, that, and the third. Yeah, Same like, like Killer Mike. He don't talk like no more. He really just be building Haiti. But I feel like one of mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. right. He don't talk no more. But I feel like w- with those, if you're gonna talk, stand on what you're talking about. And that's I think, like I said, I think that's my issue with Kanye. He doesn't stand on it. He mixes up a lot, so it brings confusion as to who you are as a person. Like. Mm-hmm. One day you're in the street singing old Negro spirituals with black people, but on the other hand, you'll be here with Trump. So it's like, what what do you stand on? And I and I feel like I I know it's like he's trying to change, but I feel like Trump is not that person to change. Like you can talk to him, but to endorse him is completely different because it's like yes, I stand for his views, and his views, as we all know, are fucked up. So it's like what you can say like I guess I want to sit down with him. I want to talk to him. Uh, Kim K, I'm not a fan of hers at all, but she is making that change to get people out of jail. Kanye has completely endorsed him. So it's like, pick a side. You can't straddle a fence with stuff like this, and this is people's livelihoods in their life, and the changes that Trump make affects that. So either you're for us or you're against us, period. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like it's for the person. Either you know who you are, and you stand behind that, and you can speak loud and proud, or you don't, and you just be quiet. I think my biggest struggle with that is just the perception of Trump in the conversation. Um, I feel like people feel like Trump has a side, or Trump is an ally to a group, mm-hmm. and he's not. Trump does not ally with anybody. Trump is his ally. Yeah, he, he's he's all about self-preservation. So... What we're seeing are people that have been feeling hatred for a very long time. And what they're seeing is someone that's making them feel comfortable with expressing their hatred. Is it a bad thing? Depending on how you look at it. Because now I know my enemy. Before I had to assume. Now I know. Mm And that's the biggest thing that Trump has done since the election, at least for me, is drawn out all those people. people. Mm-hmm. You know, especially here in the South. It's very easy to smile in your face and hey, and say something slick like boy. Mm-hmm. Say something slick like girl. Oh, or yeah. come into my restaurant and say, oh, you look like some, a little girl that, you know, my, my mamma used to take care of or something like that nature or... Even question, how does your hair stick up like that? Can I do that with my hair? Or can so, I touch it? Shit like that. So I feel like it's, it's, hatred's always been there. It has never gone away. Even when Obama was in the office, it didn't go away. I think now people are feeling more comfortable to express their hatred, and that's making us feel uncomfortable because we're used to people of the other race being a little bit intimidated by us. But now we're seeing they got some balls. They want to do some shit. They want to stand up. They want to pitch. They want to march. They want to come together and to the KKK and march in front of uh, courthouses. They want to rally each other and do this, that, and the third. Where's our rally meant? While we're still mad at this man, we're not even incised with each other to make any change and get our rally going, get our motivation going. Like, mm-hmm. where's that at? We're still blaming everything on him, but it's like, that man didn't incite this hatred. This hatred was here. That man made it more comfortable to voice your hatred. I put that on him. Mm-hmm. But now I know my enemy. How do you fight a war without knowing who you're fighting against? I don't mind knowing my enemy. I don't mind it at all. I'm more than happy. So it's to know like who you are. I don't know what happens in the courtroom. 
I mean, I don't know what happens in his office room when he sits down with these celebrities. I can only go with the connection I made through your music. Mm-hmm. And speaking on for Kanye West. And I still believe that Kanye West that felt the way he felt with um when he was saying his cousin getting blacker than the cigarettes that he's smoking that's creating tar in his lungs. Like that was an actual verse or the fact that Louis doesn't matter that, you know, Oh, excuse me, college dropout when he was chanting, he's broke, fire broke. Like, that was a whole live chant that a sorority was in. Like, I don't have, you know, all this money. I have degrees. So it's like, I know from the music that I've learned from him that that man is still prevalent. But what I do know is that man then, the time that he was in then is different than the time he's in now. So when I see him do things like Sunday service, I'm excited about it. Because since, for my era at least, I haven't seen someone gather someone in a, in a building or in, a, in, a, in an area, not for a party, not for a concert of like, you know, turn up ways, not to do drugs, not to do acid, but actually come to praise one person, not Trump, but God, not Kanye, but God. But a lot of people have been saying that it does just seem like a nice cleanup. You know what yeah, I'm it does. That's exactly what it feels like. It feels like great publicity. Yeah, it's I like it's like, like the best cleanup ever. It's kind of just like after everything that's been, and that's why like I really like everything you were saying about Trump made me realize the fact that we have we have to understand like this man's background. Right. This man does come from a business background, and one thing that not only Obama did, and not to say that he took this from Obama, but he he kind of got a. a a, like a, a small population of the world mm-hmm. that's there, the racist. Right. Just like Obama got all the black people to right. vote. And he like kind of like gave them that ammunition to be like, go out, make sure I get into office. And he's basically been having them ever since. I'm not going to say like he's been against it, but I think that he also, Trump plays that fence too. Like He, he doesn't, knows how to manipulate people. Yeah, he, he he's not in the fact of like, people. well, I'm standing here with y'all, but it's just like, I'm just not going to say too much on it. Mm-hmm. So it's like that gray area to where it's just like, I'm not going to go along with your beliefs, but I'm also not going to make it too because seem Because you that know I'm... what's the fun part about that as a businessman? Knowing that I don't have to believe with you, but I see that you're an asset. Exactly. So taking Sunday service, I don't like what you're doing, Kanye West, with sitting down with Trump, but I see that you are getting people to one spot at one time every time you come to a city. So someone like me, I would take that opportunity, like Trump did, mm-hmm. I got a whole gaggle of people. And it just so happens, if not 50, not 75% of those people are all like-minded like me. Mm-hmm. I can now invoke change. That's Half the battle true. is done. Half the battle is done because now I got you interested. Mm-hmm. I got you there. That's a fact. It's hard to get people together now with technology being so convenient. Mm-hmm. So that's from like, I get it. But instead of saying F Kanye, use him. Unfortunately, he's one of those people that's used to being used. Mm-hmm. Use him. Help him. He's a catalyst. Yeah. To at least have the conversation. Just I think have that's the, the conversation. Part. The yeah. part is just the conversation. Yeah. Because that's what we still have yet to have. Even though it's still weird. Like, I don't I don't see how you can still be a racist in 2019, but that's besides Yeah, that shit is weird. It's yeah. not even that. It's a hate. So what do you hate? That's what I don't get. What do you hate? But what about us? What do you hate? Like, you watch all of our sports. You like literally you you watch basketball, football, anything, anything that has to do with greatness in America. It has to do with black people. Somebody black. 
even fashion it comes down to black people because that's where the economics anything our country is backed off of a whole nother country the only country that has its own natural resources is africa exactly the only continent in the entire world and it's like so what do you it's so weird to me like i would love to sit down with the races what what do you hate my skin color i think it's everything that we stand for our resilience because we're like a cockroach in a sense you tried to squash us and you didn't succeed. But you brought the cockroach into your house. That's like that's the weird. <laughs> it's like yo, you left the door. Like literally, you brought all the cockroaches, put them in your house. And now you're like, I have a pest problem. Now I don't know. Now I have a pest problem. It's like yo, you get didn't these, have to... get these cockroaches out of here. Like it's like you brought, you brought it. You brought them. it on yourself. Like that's just the weirdest part about it. It's like literally. That's why I'm always on that side of just saying like when it comes down to just like the resilience of like. African Americans, it's just like that's something that people look like should always stand behind because it's kind of like literally music, like you said, fashion, culture. Like, I don't know if there really is American culture, but if it is, it's, it's black, black culture. culture. Mm-hmm. It's literally everything from music to vernacular to everything. Like, we make up words. Like, I saw a commercial for something and I saw that they use yas, and I was just like. <laughs> That's not even a Wait word. Wait a minute! Yet. Like, is this even in a dictionary? Yeah, yet? but it's kind of just like, but, but that's yes. not. That's not. That's just like. This is that. this is us. Beauty wishes became one of Everything. the words when Beyonce said it. Beauty wishes was a dic- was into yes. the dictionary a year after Beyonce said it. It's like it. It blows me. Like I would really love to get like a good interview with somebody that's racist. What do you hate? And I think a lot of it has to do. How do with- you hate Mexicans? What? They literally bother nobody. And they, they <laughs> you nobody. employ them. Like, they work their ass off. Like, shit is weird. It is so weird to me. How do you hate Native Americans? And you took that. That sounded kind of stereotypical. That is <laughs> like, Not the way you said they work their ass off. <laughs> they, do, they do. Mexicans, besides black people, are the hardest working people I know. Period. Blacks and Mexicans. So how do you hate them? You employ them. They're your lawn care. They're your construction. They they do everything for you. They're your housekeeper. That's what I was just thinking. So if you were, you can, I, I asked the question. If you were a racist, right? That's, that's the beginning of the question. So if you were a racist, um, could you separate the person from the work? So like, okay, I'll put you in a situation. You hate white men and you hate Latino women. Your job is a doctor, and you have a white man on the table, and he's open heart surgery. Your job is a firefighter, and you have a Latina woman stuck in a house. How do you separate the person from a job at that point? Because that's where I have a follow-up question. Answer those, and then you'll see where I'm going with this. A true racist wouldn't. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I was watching Grey's Anatomy, and there was this Nazi who needed surgery. Oh, I remember this And movie. Bailey had to, Bailey's a black woman, Bailey had to operate on him. And he did I, not I, want it. He didn't. He refused. And she was like, well, I'm still a doctor. You're still my patient. Whether you hate me or not, I still have to do my job and operate on you. I don't remember if the dude lived. I think he did. He did. And she, when she stitched him back, she stitched back his swastika crooked. Yep. And it's like a true racist would not separate work from they wouldn't because he's like, like I don't even fuck with Mexicans I'm not going up there what you guess think? what I think that it comes down to humanity that's why I'm like as a racist if you don't put that into like like 
into real thought, that's when it, it's like you're just a weird person. Like that comes down to even people who I think like it's weird that I think that some people put dogs over like certain people. Like I don't know if anybody that else has realized that. We, that is weird to but me. But there's a lot of people. Like I've seen people who like they have like insurance for their dogs and all that other stuff. But it's kind of just like when you can. At the end of the day, it's like yo, I don't. I've never. I've never met this person. And I don't know that person, so I don't want to put ideologies that I've had in my head that aren't even real. Like, I remember I had, I had there was one situation with a person who was a racist man. Mm-hmm. He was a white racist man, and he was raising his son. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, son, I don't want you to ever be around those black people. They're not black people, da-da-da-da-da. And then his son was just like, but what about the Johnsons that live down the street? They're the nicest people I've ever met. Yeah, the Johnsons, they're not like everybody else. They're, it's just like, they're different. They're just not like all the other ones. And it's just like, like he was just growing up and he's like heard that from his dad. But as he gets older, he's just like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, you never even met all the black people in the world. But it's kind of just like, you, the, the one black family who you have met, you love them. But you still have this weird, like, ideal about it. Well, why don't, why isn't it the opposite? Like, I met the, like this black family. They're the greatest. So it's like, I'm going to put that same... With like, everyone else until you meet someone that's not. Negativity is better. Like neg- I'm not saying negativity is better, but negativity travels faster than anything else. That's the weird oh, part does. about it. That like, is so true. But so here's my follow-up question. Everyone in the room is welcome to answer. If you were a police officer, <gasps> nah, twelve. Right. If you were a police <laughs> officer, and same situation. Cam, you did not like Latina women. Gloria did not like white men. And Yanni, let's just for shits and giggles, you didn't like black men. Could you think you could separate your hatred towards a person and your job? Because I feel like people always say, oh, there's bad apples in the police department. Da, 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 da. But what I constantly instill is um, hatred is a personality trait, I strongly believe. Mm-hmm. It's something that you can detect. Everyone hates at some point. Mm-hmm. But continual aggression and ag- aggravation towards a culture or a person can be determined with tests. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to put uh, hatred off the table when I hear that people are getting shot in their own home because the police walked into the wrong house. How do you walk into the wrong house? How do you not see that's not your door and your key didn't work and that's not your rug and that's not your furniture and you didn't pay your light bills but the light's still on? How did you know? How did you not know? Mm. Or how do, you, how, how do you shoot somebody from outside of their house but that not, you, you're, not, you're not even supposed to be there? So it's, when I hear those things, it's like, oh, this was the stress and da 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 da. And I'm just like, well, you can't find out all the bad cops. And yes, you can. Mm-hmm. You have to actually want to. Because as you guys just demonstrated, if you were a true racist, you would not put nothing past your principles. If you felt that way about that community, that's how you felt. And job or not. Yeah. And then you always notice that certain people have microaggressions. Like mm-hmm. They have those little things about them that they start to kind of like, I'm not going to lie, I've seen certain officers, like, you know the difference in certain, like, I've seen, like, a white officer who they're not, like, really, they're not troubled by certain things. And then you always see, like, those other officers that, my biggest fear is the fact that I'm going to have an officer that's scared. Mm. And that's, right, like, a what real, the fuck are you on the force Yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't want a scared officer. Like, the fact that you're fidgeting and stuff like that is putting me, at, like, in my life in jeopardy. Because like, those, they get trigger-happy. Yeah. That's that's the kind of stuff that bothers me. And then it's kind of just, like, that and then that, that weird complex of, like, those people who are always, like, 
like that never had that type of status before authority like, yeah so it's kind of like now they have it it's like they, i have to flaunt it i have to walk my chest out it's like but you a bitch like to say you know, that's i uh, i may get flack for this but that's kind of how i feel about some black women in positions of power oh yeah um so i feel like they remind me of those police officers who were bullied in school who didn't have friends and it's like now they became police officers so now they have to let you know that i can't kill you and get away with it mm-hmm. so it's like that's a lot like you gotta treat them a certain way and kiss their ass in the process just like but no. why mm-hmm. no and like i said that's how i feel about black women in positions of power didn't have any friends, weren't popular, or, you know, got bullied. And it's like now that they're up there, they have to shit on every other black woman that comes after them instead of taking them in and nurturing them. Again, with police officers, take them in, do your job, and keep it moving. So it's like, again, I would be scared as fuck to get somebody who is scared and fidgety yeah. and yeah. trigger happy. Because it's like, why why are you on your job? Yeah. Well, I tell you this much. Whenever I get pulled over, my dad, since my last encounter with the police, my dad is encouraged that I do not speak and I call him because of my aggressive tone. Mm-hmm. I get really questionable with police officers. I want to know your badge number before we start. I want to know your, your officer on duty. Like, who's your parole person on duty? Like, I need to know if you have every documentation you, you need. You like, I need where you know. at? I want to know. And when you start asking questions, of course, they get agitated. But it's like, I know my rights. Mm-hmm. And I know for the right of my life, I don't have to open my door because I didn't do shit. Yeah. And I got my seatbelt on. So this is going to be three quarters cracked. And if you could see me, I could see you. Like, mm-hmm. what do we need to talk about? You know? But I like people like that. But what I hate is, like, you know those people who get, like, the, the, the Facebook, like, rights. And, like, yo. now they're, like, big loud. And it's just like, no, you officer. I don't have to open my... It's just like, yo, calm down. Like, I don't, I don't, yeah, don't, I don't... Don't come through all that energy. Like... Because there's still yeah, people, I guess. Yeah. But, Yeah. I'm just like if the officers coming through like that's what I I've realized it's just when like they come through calm and yeah and just rowdy. stay calm and, yeah and or just like I've I've noticed that I think it was uh, I watched a Dame Dash interview and he was just like he was like I I noticed I don't have to beat people up no more he was like I don't have to beat them up no more it's just like I'm just gonna clown you and you're gonna feel bad and that's gonna feel better to me than for me to try to like beat you up so it's kind of just like you can undermine somebody by your intellect and by your tone. And I realized that from my older sister. She was just like, one day she got mad stuff done. Like, you know how people come through and they just like real loud, like, nah, my lane ain't fixed and da-da-da-da-da. She came through, she was just like, yeah, so uh, we were over here and we noticed that the lane just wasn't fixed and she, you know, she's real professional. And she just like, when she did it, like the people got through and had to do it really, really quick because it was like, yo, she's not playing, she on her shit. But it's kind of just like, you got to be like that when you talk to the police. Not to say, like, you have to be sitting here and like, yes, master, no. But it's just like, know what you're talking about. Say it in the right tone, right, correct way. You don't have to, like, raise your voice It's all about reverence and respect. Mm -hmm. My mom has always told me, and I did not realize that until I got, like, to corporate America. There's more. You don't have to fight with your hands anymore. Fight with your words. Mm -hmm. And when you truly understand that, you can get so far in life. Mm -hmm. Because you don't... And I'm that type of person. I I, Well, used to be. I was a fighter. Like, I'm... You piss me off, we can fight. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how I was. But then you can't do that at work. You can't do that with a 9 to 5. Somebody pissed you off. So you need to know how to say her last email (laughs) (laughs) like you have to know how to professionally cut somebody out without even raising your voice and that's me i i get loud sometimes without realizing it Mm -hmm. and taking debate made me bring that down listening to older people and they you don't have to yell you don't have to you know get rowdy let them know you mean business without 
mean your business without doing all of that. So it goes one in hand with police officers. And every time I get pulled over, I will face to my mom so quick. Oh, yeah. Every time. I won't roll the window down until she answers the phone because I need that second person. I need I need visuals. You need to see what is happening. You need to hear just in case something happens. Come on with it. My dad calls it the gift of gab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the gift of gab. When and a lot of people don't have that. Something. Yeah. A lot of people don't have that. And you will really see that when people get in situations that apply pressure and they fold mm-hmm. you see that in every t- every time i hear that okay i want to leave you guys with one little uh story and then we're going to wrap it up so i don't know if you guys saw this i posted on social media i saw this on social media it was on igtv and it was a um i believe it was an attorney general and she was speaking to a council and they were um talking about that um cities police and how they review their police tapes Mm -hmm. so it was like a whole council discussing some stuff i guess something went down and the scenario that she was speaking it was a white white woman she said how in the house that she lives in there's um, windows in the front windows in the back no curtains the windows is completely open so you can see in you can see out so and the lights were on so she said that if you were looking at her house you would know that there's someone at the home Um, she said that she let her dog out and then five minutes later after leaving her dog out, the dog started barking crazy. So she went outside to check it out. And she saw police officers with their guns drawn in her backyard looking around. She's like, hi, I'm here. What do you need? This is my house. What's going on? And um, she said it wasn't until she announced herself that the police officers announced, hi, I'm here. My guns are drawn. And um, the thing about the thing that shook her the most was there was no phone call for disturbance. There was no reason for them to be out there, but they were just out there stealthily searching with their guns drawn. And she said the thought that came across her mind, this is like a middle-aged white woman, was what if her dog would have died? She said this, it's sad to say because white privilege is this. As a white woman with only a dog to her name, she was concerned about her dog dying. But if she was a black woman in that it scenario, it would have been her kid or herself. Mm. I say that to say... I think we need to take a little uh, deeper um, search into separating the person from the job because there's a lot of things that we just excuse because of the job, mm-hmm. not deeping, not looking into the actual person behind the job. I say I've been saying this: the badge is the badge. You can drop the badge and get a new job. A job is a job. You know, this is not like you spent. 15 years studying for it, spend a hundred million dollars worth of educational, you know, mm-hmm. funds and degrees to get this. It's a job. So you really have to like buckle down and really try to take in considerations, uh, the stuff, the information you get back and kind of separate. Was this person out there doing his job or out there on a personal note? Personal mm-hmm. vendetta. I think with that situation and I don't think I could separate the job from the person when it comes to this particular Oh yeah, that's straight personal. With, what are you with doing? Police officers and which would be a whole different topic. It's like y'all need to crack down. Because literally to be a police officer, you ain't gotta have shit but a high school diploma. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to have shit. But and it's like Huh? You gotta have college credits. And what? To be a police officer. Not anymore. I've literally looked it up. Like you don't have to have nothing. I mean, you I gotta go through. Are, are different. But very. In New York, yeah, in New York, you gotta have college. Oh, in in some state, like I know down here, you really don't have yeah, to have much. Yeah, down here, you have to have a, a, a high school diploma to be a correctional officer. That's it. And the sheriff. I don't know. And and that's horrible that. because you're defending people's lives. You need to have mental stability to do this. Like 
The same way y'all say people need to go through mental evaluations to just get a gun, you need to put these people who are on a force through mental evaluation. And I'm not talking about one, multiple. And not within the sanction, not within a department. Find an outsourced person with don't even know nobody, with a mm-hmm. non-biased opinion. Because you don't know how far that thing goes up. Because you think- said that, that made me think about it. Like, how many people was on that task force, like you're saying? Did nobody sit here and say... This Let's doesn't seem like, yeah, like, <laughs> like, no, it's weird as hell. And it's like, when you kill a black kid and you just get fired and you go on and you do construction, you still ain't shit. You're still the man who killed the black kid. Like, that's mm-hmm. how I feel. If I saw you walking down the street, you're still the man who killed the black kid. I will never be able to let that go. So it's like, no, I don't, not in that situation. No, I will never be able to separate it. The people who killed Eric Gardner, Sandra Bland, all them. They're still known for that. Whether they quit their jobs and go on and do other things. Like, you're still known for that. You'll never be able to escape that to me. That's a big fact. All right, guys. We're going to wrap it up today. This was a very nice discussion. I enjoyed talking with all of you all. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Hey, you know, I try. This is fun. This is fun. Um, So, yeah, it's your girl, Yo Cali. You've been listening to Blunt Talk TV with the Blunt Talk crew. It's your girl, Killa Kim. And we have our wonderful special guest, Glory from Flaw Lifestyle, coming in. Yeah, that's Glory at Flaw Lifestyle. Follow him on all social media sites. Go ahead and copy yourself a hoodie because it's hoodie season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got some new drop coming out, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. New stuff's going to be coming out next Friday. All right. Next Fall Friday, we got new stuff coming out. So tell them where they can find you again. That's going to be Flaw Lifestyle. That's F-L-A-W, like what we all have. Life, like the one we live in, the style, like what we all trying to get on. Yeah, I like that. I yeah, like that. Yeah. Okay. And we've been rocking with our featured artist, uh, CJ Allen. Thank you for rocking with us. The next song we're going to listen to is The Dragon. Until next time, it's your girl, Yo Callie. Thank you for tuning in. All right. By far the hottest show I feel like I've ever done. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Because I'm like, oh, I gotta go outside. Thank you all for coming. No problem. That was fun. That was Great fun. Combo. Great combo. Um, I don't want it. I thought too. Atlanta is definitely a go for to second and third. November? Yes. I can't get you right here, yeah. I can't get you right here yeah. What you wanna do, girl, you should stay tonight, yeah We can get it poppin', you know what I like, yeah What I like, yeah, I know what you like, yeah I know what you like, yeah, don't try to fight, yeah I know you like me, I know you like this, oh yeah, yeah Jordy, don't you hide it, I love the way we vibe it Now you want me inside you, oh yeah, yeah what you want Good.